Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate, from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. All right, there I am. Well, I was trying to share my screen, but that's all right, because I'm just going to go down the sources of business today. I've got lots of things to talk about sources of business-wise, but I'll try to condense this because bottom line, sources of business is anyone. Anyone, anywhere that's thinking about buying or selling a house at some time between now and in the future <laughs> is a source of potential business. So I'm going to go over some sources of business most commonly agents go to, but I simply say to everybody, any possible person that's buying or selling a property in the United States, any state, any country, just in Ohio, if you're licensed in one state, you can only you could do it by yourself in those states, but you could help other you could help them find agent or a referral fee anywhere. But I'm going to go through some of my slides here. What we're going to talk about what to do and not do when you talk when we talk to people. Uh, what what are your strengths and weaknesses when communicating with people? So, with your strengths and weaknesses, you might have to do some role playing with some people. Your coach, your broker, uh, a mentor, and find out where your strengths and weaknesses are. The more people you talk to, if you are not converting those into potential buyers or sellers in the future. And you'll see this, if any agent has been in the business for years, have people that they've been talking to and communicating with. And then when you reach out to them someday and they bought or sold a house without you knowing, there could be a weakness in your in your communication and your follow-up and what you're doing with things, uh, doing with your scripts, what you're doing with your uh delivery how you present yourself how you are connecting how you're following up so you always got to be actively seeing what your strengths and weaknesses are and the bottom line is the people that can connect with people not just physically connect or make the call i'm talking emotionally connect with them where they know you trust you trust that you're going to look out for their best interest some people learn this some people have an innate ability to connect with people a little bit faster uh, than other people, but it's, it's it's something that is a is is a learned skill. So one of the, the main sources of business is your sphere of influence or center of influence, past and present or past and current buyers and sellers. So many times I I talk to agents almost on a daily basis and don't understand. And uh, I just try to put in there, you have somebody that just bought a house through you. If you just had the ability and the, the salesmanship of asking them for just two names of people that they know that you would like to contact and just get to know them and do the same service that you gave that customer and that you want to be their trusted real estate advisor with two close people to them that might be buying or selling someday in the future. I just say two, it could be a lot of people. And also 
it's something those you can be doing throughout the process too, not just at the end. So, so many times I see agents at, spend weeks, months at the uh, uh, with buyers and sellers. And at the end of the sale, you go, how many referrals did you get out of it? And, and they usually the answer is they're waiting for referrals. They're waiting for the, that person that they bought or sold the house for to refer them to other people. That's passive. You've got to be uh, active. This is a contact sport. You have to ask for these referrals. Family and friends. So we all have family. We all have friends. I hope so. <laughs> and you, you know, so many times agents are saying to me, well, I, I just feel uncomfortable calling them all the time or following up with them. And I don't know what to say. I feel like I'm a salesperson. You're not selling them anything. You're not selling insurance. You're not selling them uh, a product, beauty supplies. You're not selling them uh, in trying to convince them to invest their money with you. You're just reaching out to them and have that conversation with them, with your family and friends to say, listen, I'm going to contact you from time to time just to see how you're doing. Remind you that I'm here for you when you're ready. I'm not here to sell you anything, you know, because I can't convince you to buy a house that you don't want to buy or sell a house that you don't want to sell. But I want to make sure you know that I'm there. I am the perfect example of that as a broker. 99% of my time every day is helping agents outside of the 1% of personal time. <laughs> uh, I help agents buy or sell homes. I'm not actively spending my day talking to buyers, talking to sellers. So a lot of times agents ask me like, oh my gosh, you've been in business 30 years. You must have so many buyers and sellers. My business is ground to a halt as a personal business, which is great because I have 500 plus agents to help sell houses every day. I have family and friends that I will see during the holiday bought and sold through someone else. Even though they've known me for 52 years, I don't personally call them and ask them to remind them that I'm in the business. I'm the perfect example of a ex successful, very successful agent until you know, when I started my company and started doing this, I stopped talking to my family and friends because I concentrated on my agents and my business went straight down into the, 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 to the ground. So you can't, you, you can't stop just being in the business, just being open uh, you know, open sign on Facebook, you know, everybody, all my friends, all my, uh, relatives know I am on, uh, I'm a realtor. I'm a real estate broker. They see my Facebook. They tell them when I'm thinking, but I don't follow up with them. So that's how important it is. I'm a, I am a case study of what happens when you stop. Uh, anybody, another, uh, sphere of influences, you're anybody that you do business with. If you are paying anybody, even going to the re a restaurant and paying uh, a, a server, giving them a tip, you should put a card down every single time. Every single time you go to a restaurant, leave a card. Why not? Anybody that you're paying, you, you go, you go to the dentist, you go to doctor, you give them a card, <laughs> remind them in your rear in real estate. You go to the the car dealership to get your car fixed. You know, leave your card. Tell talk to the people there. You get your oil changed. Uh, if you're giving people business, 
especially small businesses or like I just use a restaurant, but you're tipping and helping provide income for someone, you should be doing the same thing and saying, hey, you maybe could give it back to me. Quick story, and I know I'm, uh, you know, Mike would, would say, Tony, you're not staying on task and getting through all these slides, but I, this class could be three hours for me. But uh, one of, example was I happened to have uh, one of our agents had a sale several years ago, and I happened to be going uh, to to her area to meet some people for dinner. So I said, "Hey, I'll if you want, uh, I'll meet you at this restaurant." She goes, "Oh, I." I go there often. I just live around the corner. I said, I know, I know. That's why I figured I maybe I'll bring you your check. I'm mean, happened to be the same day. Went there, and she was sitting up at the bar. I went and and sat uh, at the bar and gave her a check. And she was talking to the bartender. And the bartender asked, "Oh, who's this this gentleman?" I said, she goes, "Oh, this is my broker." And the bartender said, well, "Broker for what? My my real estate broker." And the bartender goes, "You're a realtor?" And she goes, "Yeah." She goes, "Well, I'm looking for a house." And this agent went to this restaurant, sat up that bar many, many, many times over years and is friendly with the bartender and never once told bartender that she was an agent. And if I wasn't, I, I picked up a client for him because I just happened to be there. That's an example. Everybody that you talk to should be someone that should know that you're a realtor and you keep reminding them all the time. Another source of business, networking groups. BNI, I know Mike loves his BNI groups. There's different BNI groups. If you ever want information on BNI, call Mike and touch them. He'll let you know. There's different chapters. I don't know. There's only like one realtor per chapter, and there's different groups. But so you can't get into Mike's group, but maybe he he might be able to point you in the right direction. But there's different networking groups, or we've had agents start their own networking groups for free to start reaching out to other businesses and just say hey do, do you are you in a networking group or starting a networking group meet once a month or once a week and you get in again the bni is actually uh for comp a profit company system it's not just it's uh they have different chapters that they pay dues for and you have to pay for it but i have agents that have just do this uh you know uh on their own there's always insurance people and uh, contractors and, uh, uh, you know, su hardware supply stores or any small business owner might want to join a network group and where you give each other leads or at least discuss things and, and things. I know the BNI is a lot more uh, focused on leads and there's rules and how many leads you have to give and things like that. But you could start your own. <clears throat> another thing is another source of business is uh, loan officers. Example I give to agents, uh, if an agent said, what, what can I do? Uh, you know, say there's 20 work days in a month. Okay, wh what do you want to do? I want to do one thing every day for 20 days. I go, well, talk, why don't you go talk to uh, one loan officer every month? What, meet with find a loan officer and say hi to them or her once a month. And you pick 20 loan officers that are in, I'm talking about either call or at banks. I like banks. If you go to banks that have loan officers or uh, bank managers that do loans, go in there, who, who's in charge of home loans if a client comes in, they go, you know, Joe or Mary over there, uh, go introduce yourself. And you can put it on your calendar. 
the first Monday, second Monday, every four weeks or once, you know, once a month, go say hi to that loan officer. Now you have 20 loan officers and you can make one stop a day and be within a radius of your home. So it's not even far. There's banks on every street corner. You could probably not even leave your city and find 20 banks uh, and stop in there. Even make maybe can make some little gift bat bags or something for cheap to remind them where you know they they uh, remember you. And again, those loan officers or branch managers, people might come in for home loans. They might come in for home equity loans. They might come in just talking about real estate. And if you're consistently there once a month saying hello, how can that? How much time does that take? Um, title people. There's another, when you have a closing within an escrow officer or that, you know, get to know, put them in your database of sending them emails because occasionally they come across business, they buy or sell homes, they might not have agents that they, they uh, may use, they might have people come to them, loan officers or other uh, clients of other businesses that might, so again, anybody and that's uh, could be a potential business. Insurance agents, gosh, you know, if you <laughs> if you wanted to, same thing with loan officers. Hey, how about two stops a, a, a day for twenty days? Now pick twenty insurance companies uh, or attorneys' offices or any any cup of uh, investment companies that that do you know investments. Um, uh, you know, 401ks and financial planners. So you could basically make two to three stops a day or calls. I say face-to-face -face because some of these people are in their offices uh, and just drop off your card and say hello. And that's why I say if you had some type of gift basket or not a huge basket, but something cost-effective, you can do these things and, and meet with people. Again, it gets you in front of people. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number two team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., contact Mike via email at mike at 21mike.com. Next, of course, areas of business is people that you don't particularly know. Number one thought that comes to mind is farming an area, geographically farming an area. So what farming means, and you probably heard this term many a times, farming an area is just an area is picking a street, a neighborhood, a whole city, but enough where you can can contact them in all the areas, calls, texts emails, stopping by, mailers, and in an in, in area where you could get uh, together as a community and be part of their community if possible. So really successful agents that do a good job marketing are doing all those things, the door knocking, the sponsoring of, you know, baseball teams or advertise in that area or that city, advertise in their, their newsletters or uh, support the local businesses like the local restaurants and you're, you're farming in a whole area. You could pick the city you're in. So that connects people. That's the thing is that most agents I suggest, like what farm area? Well, start with where you live. 
And if you've lived there your whole life, or even better, that connects you. Lifelong resident of wherever. Just make the area, the, area, the city, the neighborhood, the or Cleveland or Columbus or Northeast Ohio or Central Ohio, wherever you are, and show people that you are a pillar of the community of that area. And you've got to figure out ways to make sure you're they're seeing you. They're uh, maybe even target Facebook ads for geographic cities or areas. You could do that with Facebook. I don't do that with Facebook. I know it's possible of going in there, setting up Facebook ads, saying targeting cer certain cities or people that live in those cities. You can do that. Uh, next, of course, the two things that are always there is for sale by owners and expireds. There are going to be more expireds coming up over the next few months, years. You know, We didn't have as many recently, but we're going to see more of them in, in a more normal market <laughs> coming our way. So those are always there. A good, if you want to write this down, uh, the good source, if you're really going to do uh, a, consistently hit the for sale by owners and expireds, the, the system's called the Red X, T-H-E-R-E-D-X, the letter X, the Red X.com. That's a system that any agent can get. And they update you with the for sale by owners. They update you with the expireds. They, they cross-reference them with their the do not call list. They actually have a call fire. I think it's called call fire. If it's, they're still using the same one, that's a system where it automatically goes into a call system and follow-up manager, contact management system, where it'll call the people for you. Like you hit a button, it starts calling them. When it picks up, it connects with your phone and you can call and leave a message and or talk to the people. And it just like an auto dialer setup. That works. That's the Red X. Sorry to date myself. Used to be a system, I don't know, going 20 years ago plus, I don't know, it could be even longer than 20 years ago, when it used to be, a before even emails it used to mail you a list <laughs> a physical list and i would get every week get a list of in just a piece of paper printed of the new uh, for sale by owners the new uh for sale uh, expireds and you know the old uh snail mail and paper but now it's all all generated so also, there's uh, for sale by owners, and I mean, you could go right on the MLS and watch the expireds every day, but you got to click the button, try to cross-reference them, find their phone number. For I think it's somewhere between $40 to $100 a month for the Red X is definitely worth the time and energy you're going to do manually doing that checking, clicking, finding, cross-referencing people. Um, next is uh, Zillow. Right there, there's a make me move option for sellers that want to sell their house themselves. The one thing is, I've again having over 500 agents and many of them marketing to for sale by owners and expires and calling Zillow make me moves is it works. 
I, not daily, but I know at least a couple times a month, I have an agent that I had, a, you know, I'll say congratulations on the closing. Like, oh yeah, this one was a, a for sale by owner that was calling on, or this one was an expired that I called on, or this one was a Zillow make me move. Yes, you're going to have those people call because there's other agents calling them, but they are one, uh, usually going to list with their realtor sometime, especially those expireds, if they go expired, there's a reason behind it. Either one, that agent didn't do a good job of making sure it didn't expire, in my opinion. So because some agents uh, are worried about calling expired because they might relist with the other agent and the other agent. I've, I have this call at least once a month or not once a year, not too often. I have a call from an upset agent from another company because one of our agents called their seller because it showed expired, but they said they broke the rules. It was, I have them under a listing contract. They go, that's false. You let it expire. You were out of contract, even though you re-signed it the same day, we have a right to call that expired. It's not active in the MLS. And you know why that agent gets upset and they call us because their seller is mad. Their seller's mad. I go, why did you let it expire? And all these rages are fine. Was my house off the market? Did this is affecting my marketing? And they get upset. And I've actually had agents get these listings at, and then the seller cancel with that agent because they're so upset their their agent at the other company let their listing expire and go off the market even for a minute. So the point I'm getting at with expireds is that don't be scared of calling them. Double check. I mean, the list on Red X is great. If you're doing it manually, make sure they're not relisted on the MLS because we can't re reach out to sellers because uh, sometimes they expire and it pops back on and, and check, make sure it's not active. There's also ways to, and Mike knows better this because he actively does this, absentee owners, distressed owners, there's lists, there's different uh, services you could provide. I know I get the emails and I have one saved if, and I'll try to find it. And I just got one about people that a company that sells lists of people that are lived in their house and have certain number of equity, certain number of years, uh, people that might be underwater on their absentee owners, which means, you know, usually investors that own several properties. There's ways to get lists for these people. Open houses, please. This Every time I have, an, uh, I have a good agent, have a good experience with a, a open house, I'm so happy because I know they'll continue doing open houses. There's no reason you should not do open houses. Um, so agents that I know that's agents that don't like to do them, you know, they take up their time on a Sunday. Again, not to date myself of 30 years in real estate, this was a staple and always will be a staple of new business. It's not to sell the house. And uh, this it was just a pet peeve of mine seeing agents in a hot, hot market over the last few years. Like, well, I don't need to do an open house because the house sold so fast. You still can do open houses for properties that are under contract. You can still show the properties. They just have to let them know there's a pending offer on it and that you're, you might, your sellers might be open to accepting secondary offers. That's why it doesn't go into pending. It goes into contingent. Contingent properties can still be shown, even pending properties. Until it's sold, you can continue to show properties to people. Can't Our MLS rules don't allow us to put it on the MLS showing active because it's not. It's pending. There's an offer on it. But you could continue having open houses on properties. 
what's wrong with that? This, if you have a hot property in certain areas, still have open houses every Sunday, you're going to get people to come by and you'll meet them and say, sorry, this property is on the market, but we're, well, why you have it open? Well, why are we having it open is because you, you never know. Sometimes buyers back out last minute. Sometimes something happens with their financing. Sometimes buyers get uh, scared. Uh, buyers back out. Guess what, people? If it hasn't happened to you, I'm happy it didn't happen to you. Hope it never happens to you. But every month we get maybe our listing, maybe our buyer. The day before closing, something happens. The buyer decides not to buy last minute, last minute financing issues. Buyer gets relocated, death, divorce, sickness, illnesses, different things happen and can affect the buyer closing. Purchase agreement doesn't guarantee a closing. It's a promise to close. So have those Continue to have those open houses and continue to tell your sellers just in case. Because the seller said, well, why? We have an open house. We have an offer. Just in case. All right. We're getting close to our time here. We'll end with some homework. Homework for this week is going to be find three sources of business or three new sources, like some of the things I mentioned, that you are going to continue, continually and consistently market to not one time shotgun approach what can you consistently do okay i'm going to pick 20 loan officers call them consistently once a month or stop by and visit them once a month i'm going to find i'm going to consistently market pharma market i'm going to mail once a quarter find out their addresses and uh, try to get lists of their phone numbers their email addresses door-to-door uh, -door marketing, stop by, pop buys, whatever, find ways. The consistency is much better than the content. Like some people are like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do or what to give them. You're going to try to give them things of value that they want to say hi to you and just you know, talk to you. But the consistency of just that connection is the thing. You could give someone one time something such great of value, like something about their property, giving them a, 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 do a compared to market analysis, someone thinking about buying a year from now, but tell them all the houses are for sale and, and get them pre-approved. But if you don't follow up, you could give them the best thing of value to them at that time. If you don't continue to follow up with them, you're going to lose those customers. So that's why the content, if you just, the consistency is better than the content. And then next week, our marketing, uh, uh, we'll go to marketing, to our sources of business, marketing to our sources of business. Sorry, <laughs> having a brain freeze there. So that'll be next week on Tuesday. Maybe I could share my screen that time and go through these slides a little better so you don't have to stare at my face the whole time. <laughs> so uh, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me. And uh, remember, reach out to me. Uh, text me is best, 216-374-1269, or uh, reach out to Mike, email Mike, and we'll, we'd love to help you in any way we can. So that's it for today. We'll see you all soon. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's Vegan Kitchen.